Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right in to today's message. They, they say just get to church however you can. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. How many glad y'all didn't miss church today? <laughs> How many ready to do some digging today? Y'all wasn't ready for all that, was you? Okay. Unprepared. Well, I came prepared today. Got lots of stuff. How many ready to get into the Word this morning? All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity we have to come and dive into your word in a creative way, God. Father, may we, before we leave this place, God, may, we, may your word inspire us, may it challenge us, and may we see who you are as we focus on your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen and amen and amen. So, how many like to ride? How many, how many have a tractor? Anybody got a tractor? Anybody got a tractor? You like to ride that tractor? I, I, have, I have been fascinated with tractors from a very young age. Um, my, my dad was a pastor, of course, you know that. And my grandfather was a pastor. So when I would go visit them in the great state up north called Ohio, go Bucks, um, I would go and they would set me on a tractor uh, at like age six or seven, maybe before that. And he would cut out the line because the church property back there was just like, it's like a field, and so there at the parsonage, um, and he would do the first track, and then I would go and run around. And I remember even before that, it was this tractor right here is something that even before I learned how to do the, the grass cutting, they put me on this, and this was when they lived in the other state up north. I won't say that word; it starts with an M. Uh, but he pastored there for a while, which is crazy that they. Mm, 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 yeah. Anyway, some of y'all know I can't say it, um, but but they would put me on that tractor, and I would just ride out in the field where the baseball field was for the church, and I'd ride back and. I thought that was the coolest thing. And so I just felt like uh, we, we could use your love. How many knows that God will use your love and passion for things to help illustrate the gospel? Amen, amen. amen. So I'm glad that you are here this morning. Amen. So on Friday night, this past Friday, I, was, um, I, was, uh, I, I did a wedding last night. So, of course, Friday night is the rehearsal, and it was all the way up. I didn't know where I was. It took me down 40, Highway 47. Then I shot off this side road, and I was like in this open country. And this is, and I was almost late for rehearsal. I mean, no, that's a bad sign when the pastor. That was okay. So I had to make sure I left an hour earlier than that because it took me an hour to get there to make sure I wasn't late for the actual wedding last night because I made them nervous when I showed up as they were lining everybody up. And I was like, I'm here. And no, I didn't take my tractor. I know y'all are probably thinking, well, if you probably would have drove something else, you would have got there a lot faster. But... Um, and so, I, I, you might want to know where lacrosse is. Like, I know the sport, but I was all the way up in lacrosse. I didn't know where I was. And then I saw a sign that said Lake Butler, 15 miles. I, oh, dear God, Jesus, I'm all the way up here. And so, so anyway, I got there, and, and I, was talking to, um, I was talking to two educators. They're actually two teachers. And um, one has been in the school system for about 20 years. And then the other uh, gentleman was uh, just started. This was his second year. And we were just talking about the behavior of students um, today versus just a few years back. And how many know there's a big difference? There's a big difference in adults' behavior <laughs> today and just uh, from a few, a few years back. And, and I got to be honest, our society as a whole, it's not just in the school system, 
Our kids learn a lot before they ever go to the school. Come on, somebody. We like to blame it on the school system, but <laughs> what are you doing in your house? If you be handling business in your house, they could actually teach your kids something in the schoolhouse. And so I had to ask myself, how did we get here? How do we get to, I mean, if you look around at society, if you look around at the condition of our nation, hello church, if you live on planet earth, you know that it's chaotic, right? And so how did we get there? Well, I believe that we're going to find the answer to how we have arrived at the spot we are in today. We're going to see it in God's word. Where you are, where your life is, how your marriage is functioning, how your kids are responding, and how you relate to people on your job We're going to look at it, and we're going to find the answer in God's Word today. If you've got your Bible, let's go to the book of Genesis. Again, it's not going to be on the screen for you today, so I'm encouraging you to either bring your Bible, uh, bring an iPad, something that that has uh, the Bible app on it um, so we can look together, because I don't want it just to be something that you hear. I want it to be something that you see, something that you're marking, notes that you're taking, so throughout the week, you can go back to this, um, back to this, because you're going to need it. Now, this is a story, uh, Genesis chapter 8, this is a story, um, now, of Noah and the ark. Now, this isn't where we're landing today. I'm actually going to pick out one verse from this, but I want to set it up uh, in case you're wondering about, well, that was in Noah's day. Now, Noah's day looks very much like it does today. But before I go there, you're already there, Genesis chapter 8. I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 6, and I just want to set this up for you real quick while you're there. So let me just read this to you. Genesis chapter 6, beginning with verse 5, says this. What, what, what? (laughs) Start playing Kenny Chesney, boy. Your mind just be playing tricks on you. Okay, how many listen to Kenny on the way to church today? Anybody? Ah, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, so anyway, Genesis chapter 6, verse 5 says this. The Lord observed, everybody say he was checking it out. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth. And he saw that everything they thought, talking about mankind, everything that they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he ever made them. Wow. I wonder what he's thinking about today. And put them on the earth. He felt so bad. Did, wish he would have never made them put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe out human race and I have created from the face of the earth. And yes, I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground. I don't know about y'all, but I wish them snakes wouldn't have found their way up into that ark. Come on, somebody. Walking out on my front porch yesterday, that sucker stuck his head out, and, I, and we got a roof over our little walkway, and I cannot believe that I didn't bump the top of my head because I hit the high rise when I, because I had already closed the door. There was no going back. I had to jump, and I was so glad, Mr. Paul, you weren't pulling up in the driveway. I was glad that our neighbor friend wasn't walking their dog down the street because I did. I was looking. After I caught my breath, I was looking. Please don't let anybody see me because that was hilarious. I, I can't even do it. Y'all would, y'all would, I'd lose y'all if I showed you a demonstration of what I did, but, but snakes. Anyway, all those things that scurry along the ground, he said, I'll destroy them. And even the birds of the sky, I am sorry I ever made them. But Noah, everybody say, but Noah found favor with the Lord. I'm going to skip down to verse 13. It says this, so God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Go and build a boat. So we know that Noah built an ark. He built the boat, and one pair of every animal was loaded up into the to the um, to the boat. And Noah's family and the animals 
we're safe. Everybody say favor. See, sometimes you can have the favor of God on your life and you can't be touched by the things that are coming. Come on. The destruction that is in our society. That's the favor of the Lord. Somebody say, yeah, but I did, get, I, I did lose my job and I did catch COVID and I, and I have lost loved ones. But his favor will also carry you through them, those circumstances. Come on, somebody. So when we evaluate our lives, how did we arrive at this place, March the 20th, 2022, with all the chaos in, the, in, in our land? How did we get here? I'm going to tell you, it all started with a seed. It all started with a seed. Today, the title of my message isn't really a message title at all. It's simply a thought. And it's this, the seed that you sow will be the harvest that you know. If you don't like what you see, check the seed. Now, before anybody closes shop on me, I'm not saying anything about money today, okay? This is not a message on giving. So everybody relax. Because people get funny when you talk about their money. (laughs) But this is about where we are. Listen, listen. Everything that we're experiencing in life came from a seed, a thought, a persuasion, a conversation, a Netflix video, a TikTok. So we see this happening. We even see this seed planting and harvesting. We see all of this in our community right now. Y'all got... Y'all, y'all go on that road between Bronson and Chiefland? I mean, throughout our community, what's happening? Farmers are doing what? Planting seeds. Watering. So we're going to talk today about spiritual farming and planting seeds. See, church, there has to, at some point, come a change in our nation. Uh, somebody talk back to me. Okay. This is not a political statement but, or, or a political message, but there must be change. It's not that God no longer loves us. We just no longer love him. It's, it's not that God doesn't care for us. It's we don't care what he thinks about what we're doing. We're planting seeds. You ever heard that statement, sowing, wild oat, you're, sowing your wild oats? And then we, we sowed our wild oats and we, we, don't, we don't like the harvest we got. Now, I will tell you that I think it's good to sow your oats before they turn into bran. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> if y'all only knew the thoughts that I had, my wife will appreciate that I'm leaving that in my brain right there. Some things just ain't for public consumption. <laughs> and the church said Amen. I'll tell you later, baby. (laughs) Listen, the entire earth is one gigantic farm. Think about it. Today, I want us to talk about how the seeds that we sow and the words that we speak bring the harvest that we, you and I will experience. Okay? This message is for every single person in here. It affects every single person in this room and everybody listening by podcast today. 
The type of marriage that you have is a direct result of the seeds that you've sown into it. So the first point that I want to make today is this. The soil is just as important as the seed. Where you, where you plant seed is just as important as the soil that you put your seed into. So the soil is just as important. Now, don't mistake, the soil is not responsible for the harvest the seed is. And the soil represents your heart. The soil represents your life, your future. That's the soil. What are you planting today for the harvest you want to see next week? We can talk about finances. Not in the church. Your personal finances. What are you doing? What are you saving up today for a harvest you want to see at a later date? Well, don't be talking about my money. I'm not. I'm trying to help you to live later. But we're we too concerned with living now, how I feel now. Let me do it now. YOLO, I only live one time. So the soil is just important as the seed. And, 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 so, and this is the picture. Some people go through life, and they're just chunking seed everywhere. Not, it, may go in the, it may go in the soil, but the soil is intentional. It, it's, it's, it's where I need it. But some people, well, I'm just going to go over here and do this for a while. I'm going to go over here. I think I may have this business. Sorry, I meant to keep that on the thing. Sorry. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to move over here. Well, did God tell you to move? No, but why are you moving? Because it's a job. But did God tell you? No, but it just seems right. What you're doing is you're chasing money, not mission. See, I want to be the person that's chasing mission and money's following me. I'm not a prosperity preacher. I don't have a lot. But I'm telling you what I do know, what the word says, it works. So I want to be intentional about my seed, where I'm putting it. Because just going over here and just chunking it wherever. As a matter of fact, let me ask you this. How many of you ever been driving down the road and, and, you, and you, you, saw a, you saw a tree growing in a very odd place? Do I have that picture back there? Did I, did I load that picture? I didn't load that picture. Well, you can Google it right now. I'll give you permission to check your phone right now and look up the tree on the, uh, 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 on the old seven-mile bridge. It's the bridge going, going down to Key West. It's still there. It's a tree that lit. Gosh, I, I'm bad pastor. I did not send the, the picture. If you, if you pull it up, just kind of share it with the person around you. Let them see. This tree is huge, and it's growing in the middle of this bridge. It's, the bridge is no, no longer occupied because the bridge that we travel is beside it. But you can see, how did that tree get in the middle of that bridge? I'm talking about seed that gets thrown away. Perhaps a bird came by and picked up a seed and, and dropped it on the, on the bridge, and there was a little bit of dirt, a little bit of sand, and that tree grew not where it was supposed to. Matter of fact, that, that tree is so, that tree is so um, uh, famous that there's a children's book. I think, they have, I think it's actually got a name. It's called Fred. They've named the tree Fred. So when all the people from Key West are heading, they're like, hey, Fred, you ever drove down there to, with the truck? Key West? Next time you do, Fred, what's up? We talked about you at church. Fred. See, your harvest can be, can be so legit. Talking about you threw your seed over here. It's not really, there was no, there was no substance, but now you, it can have a name. The tree's got a name. It's called Fred. So it's important where you plant your seed. Now, I, I, I love, I love, 
Oh, oh, that's my point. I'm sorry. It matters where you're planted. Write that down. It matters where you're planted. It matters where you're planted. It matters where you're planted. Because like the tree, if you plant yourself in an obscure place and it's the wrong place, oh, you'll grow, but you're going to look oddly out of place. Matter of fact, you'll look undeveloped. Talk about your life. Not talking about Fred no more. You can plant yourself in a, in a place, but if you're not where God wants you to be, hello, you will become undeveloped. You'll look puny. Y'all tracking me today? Are y'all still blown away that Pastor B Red came in on a, on a big green tractor? Because I, I feel like y'all were just still in a daze, like, oh my God, Pastor drove a truck. Wait till we get in our building. The stage is going to be extra supported. I, I was trying to get the, um, the back. Uh, uh, no. Bobcat. I was trying to get the Bobcat in here, but it was just too tall. We were working on it. But our new church is going to have a roll-up door on the back of the stage so Pastor B can drive anything, whatever he wants, all up in here. Because whatever it takes to reach people for Jesus, I'll look like the fool. I'll wear a cowboy hat. It don't matter. But if I reach one person for Jesus, that's all that matters. Y'all call me crazy. I almost said the Bible says give them something to talk about, but that's a song. That ain't even in the Bible, is it? But the Bible does say we're peculiar people. Amen. 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 We got to get this seed off this ground because if water drops on, we might have trees growing. We might have little Freds growing up here. here. I love palm trees, but you cannot plant a palm tree in the Buckeye State of Ohio. Why? Because it's cold. Crazy cold. If you plant one, it better be fake. (laughs) Here's the point. You can have the right seed and be in the wrong soil and never get the right harvest. Let me say that again for the people in the back. You can have the right seed and be in the wrong soil and never get the right harvest. So how does sowing and reaping work? I'm standing in front of you today. This is harvest. What I'm standing, I am, I am literally standing in front of you today reaping the harvest because of seeds, seeds, seeds that my parents sowed since night. Well, even before that, even before we moved here, there were seeds. But I'm standing here today because of seeds that my parents sowed for many, 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 many years when nobody was looking when nobody else was serving, dad was serving. We didn't come for money. Dad still was driving that 1994 truck. Won't crank today. I probably need to put a battery in it, and then it would. But Josh said, we're not getting rid of it. I said, yes, sir. So old Red sitting at the house. But, 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 but dad, dad was working in the community. Man, he was everything from a coach, a mentor, a substitute teacher. I think he did everything but drive the school bus. I mean, he didn't have a janitor uh, custodian title, but when he was over at Levy Learning Academy, he, he loaded up Old Red with, with, some, uh, with some pine bark, and he was mulching his own school. How many of y'all do that? How many of y'all would go to your, your place of business and start taking out the trash when you got a desk? I understand you. Let me go more extravagant. How many of y'all would load up y'all's lawnmower in the, on the weekend and take it back to the place you work and cut the grass? Dad did. I can tell you, after Monday through Friday of him working, and when he wasn't working at the school, when school shut down, he was uh, running a little, little truck 
uh, for Airborne Express. It's hot in here. I need a little more air. He was running, he was running a, a little truck for Airborne Express. That don't even, they don't even exist anymore, but it's like a FedEx UPS. I work, I work for him too, so I'm, I'm with you. I, I loved it. I loved interacting with people. I did that too. I followed, Dad planted the seed and I did it. But Dad did that stuff. It wasn't just about the ministry. But he was planting seeds, and, and you are sitting here today because somebody else sowed. Amen. I believe when y'all bought these seats, uh, they're like, I don't know, 35, 40 bucks a piece, and, 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 and you pledged money for the seat, not just for your family, but you say, who do I, who, who I want to, what seat represents a person that we're going to reach for Jesus? That's, that's what y'all did before we ever got here. And then when we reordered, we did the same thing. So you're sitting here today in a place a harvest because of seeds that were sown. So what was dad doing? He was spreading dirt and sowing seed. Then he was responsible for watering it too. Because you can't just put seed in the ground, walk away and start praying. See, too many people should be praying when they're, I mean, excuse me, too many people should be, uh, too many people are praying when they should be plowing. We dropped the seed in the ground. Dear Heavenly Father, da, da, da. But what about all the irrigation? And what about all the taking care of and pulling up the weeds? Come on, somebody. You ever notice that weeds sometimes grow faster and quicker than the thing you're actually trying to grow? Maybe that's because we're not cultivating the soil. Maybe it's because we're not showing any attention to the area where we planted the seed. We just plant the seed and hope it. Pray for the best. <laughs> It's important to note, oh, I got to go back. He was spreading dirt, sowing seed, watering it. Then what happened? Then what did dad do? Because the Bible says, according to scripture, oh, man, did I, did I, did I, did I? I did not. There's a scripture, and I may get to it in a minute, where it said, as long as the earth Oh, it's right there. I, I didn't read y'all's, did I? It says, as long as the earth is here, there will be seed, time, and harvest. That's how everything functions, okay? I'm sorry that I, I'm, because I'm, I'm chopping up my notes to bits, but I think what you're getting is actually very delicious. <laughs> no, Pastor B's not hungry. But it's true. It, it, the Bible says, as long now, now that the earth is here, now after the destruction of the earth and knowing all, now that it's here, there, this is how things will function and operate. There will be seed, time, and harvest. So, so see, we like to plant the seed and forget the time we want to see the harvest, baby. I worked in 40 hours this week. Show me the check. But that's not how God operates. You plant the seed. Man, Dad was planting seeds since, since 1992 when Calvary Worship Center started. This church, I've already told you, we started in a, in a, in a, in a, in a living room, and then it went to a, to a hotel conference room, and then it went to a school multi-purpose building, and then it went to an uncompleted half-shell building down on Manatee, Springs Highway. And then we moved out to the church out in the country, white church, probably built in 1950, 1960. I don't know. And it looked like a 1950, 1960s church. I'm not knocking it. It's, it's the seed that was sown so that we could stay here today. Now, let me, now, now let's, move, let's move a little forward. Let's talk about seed and time and harvest. Dad sat out there for a long time. Some of y'all are in your long time season right now, waiting on the harvest. 
But I'm telling you, if you will be faithful and committed to the assignment, you will see the harvest. But you got to do some work. You got to pull, pull up the weeds. And then Brittany Nicole, my sister, they were, she was uh, just started teaching Zumba. And as you know, there was a wall right here. And all these other rooms were vacant. Nobody was in them. But Brittany came and she, and she um, rented this space to teach Zumba a couple times during the week. This, this area right here. And she said, Dad, she planted a seed. She said, Dad, there's another room on the other side of that wall. She said, we should move the church there. Now, now granted, rent that the church was paying back in the other days, back in the 1950, 60-year-old uh, church, was maybe, I don't know, Brother Paul, two, $300, maybe $500. Really? <laughs> hey, planting seeds. When we moved in here, so what happened was, so, and Brittany said, I'll pay the rent for Zumba, but that's going to be our kids' area. And dad sowed a seed, planted a seed, and they got this room. And it was just this room, no stage, floor. And it was about 600 bucks for this one room. Then this church started growing. We had to knock that wall down. So then the church took on <clears throat> another six. Almost seven, actually, for the kids. And then church, we said, man, we want to, find, we want to have a place where people are connecting. So we, we took on the cafe, cafe room, which you know is a cafe today. Another six. Can I tell you that, that and it was only like, mm, when y'all moved in here, maybe 25, 30 people, and we maxed it out with about 50 before we had to knock that wall down. So you're saying, so, so yeah, but, but God always provides. He does, but listen, church, listen. Sometimes, what I'm saying is, sometimes planting the seed requires you to stretch your faith. Today, we pay almost three grand a month just in rent for the space we occupy. When COVID hit, and I was just three months in to being a lead pastor, never been a pastor before, I was real concerned. Because my name was on the, 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 the assignment now. Dad's wasn't. But not one time did we have to call our people down in Brooksville and tell them, sorry, it's been a rough month. We're not going to be able to send the check. We sent that check early every single month through COVID. Matter of fact, we've never missed a payment ever. Because Dad was planting seeds specifically. Not, oh, we're just going to go over here because, God, where do you want us at? Not just because it feels good. Sorry, babe. Not just because it, the job will pay the right amount. Stop chasing the money. Start chasing the mission. And what? there'll be more money than you can possibly imagine. Hallelujah. By God, we, we raised $70,000 in less than two years with about 125 people. Amen. That land is paid for. Why? Because somebody was planting seeds. Amen. Felt like that little TikTok. We got, tw we got 12 acres, debt-free. So what? We got to move to sign. Thank you to the organization. Do I know who? Yes, I do know. You would be blown away, but I will never uncover. Thank you for making sure we're staying in the guidelines and the Florida statutes that our sign is not in the right-of-way. But thanks to Andy and his son, uh, Hayden, they went up the other day and cleared an area, made it look real nice. We won't get the sign moved this week. We got till Friday. We good. But thank you, community, for us being together. And helping us. Amen? See, there was a time, Pastor B, 
I'll be ugly and repent later. Some of y'all are like, I'm nervous. Are you going to get ugly? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, dude, when you preach a message about be grateful with whatever's happening, I mean, right after my message, I get a certified letter in the mail and I couldn't do nothing. I got mad just at first and then I started laughing. And I'm like, thank you that we have property. I'm grateful we got property that somebody can gripe about that my sign's not within the guidelines. <laughs> I need to start coming on a green tractor every Sunday. It got me juiced up. <laughs> Ow. Where was I? It's our responsibility. This is, what, this is what God showed me. This is going, just going to trip somebody up. It's our responsibility to plant the seed. It's God's responsibility to grow the seed. Hold on. This is what he said. Because what happens above the surface is on you. But what's happening beneath the surface, that's on me. Because we don't see what's going on under the surface. Now, I'm responsible for making sure... That there, there's no weeds and stuff, see. I got to make sure. Got to make sure. Right? This is real roundup, so I will not spray it. Okay. I don't need no emails. Brother Bradley, I'm so allergic to that stuff. I need you to stop with that. The tractor was okay, but... Sorry, Grace. I tried. <laughs> she said, stop. Doing the voices like you work at Disney. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we must be patient with the time. Mean. Seed. Time. Harvest. Everybody say work. The prophetess Rihanna said it best. You gotta work, 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 work. Yeah, and Brody said, I got you, Pastor Big. <laughs> See, we want to plant the seed and walk away. Well, oh, but I'm praying. Remember what I said? Too many people praying when they should be plowing. Some of y'all need to get up on your tractor. Will it hold me? Will it hold me? Some of y'all need to get up on your tractor and take possession of the calling I'm not going I'm good I'm good I'm good and take listen 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 Linda listen you need to take authority over the stuff and use the equipment that God has given you to release the anointing that is inside of you and reach people in the community for Christ you know why I wasn't worried because these babies right here got some grip <laughs> I could do that Michael Jackson move, you know, where he did <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Not trying it. I don't think insurance would cover me for stupidity. I've also seen Christians standing around. Man, I'm believing. I mean, I'm believing. I need, I'm believing. Well, have you planted anything? Nope. What you believing for? Hey, corn. Did you plant anything? Nope. Holding on to it. Economies. Don't expect, don't expect a harvest if you're not willing to plant the seed. Get in and start digging. Get in and start shoveling manure, <laughs> fertilizer, it, whatever it takes. I'm going somewhere with this, y'all. I'm going somewhere. All right, let's go to Mark chapter 4. 
This is where we're going to land today. Oh, 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 Galatians 6, 7, y'all remember this one. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Look at the condition of our, of our nation. Look at the condition of humanity. Look at the condition of our community. It's because of people who have sown seeds, and it's also because of Christians who have refused to sow good seed. You want a good harvest, sow good seed. Why do we have a bad harvest? Because there's been bad seed sown. Mark chapter 4. This is where we're going to land. Are y'all still good? Okay, me too. Me too. No more puking this week. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, tell him, say, what kind, of, what kind of seed are you sowing? Mark chapter 4 says this. Once again, Jesus was teaching by the lakeshore. A very large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat then he sat in the boat while all the people remained on the shore. He taught them by telling many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, Jesus said, a farmer went out to plant some seed. As he scattered it across his field, some of the seed fell, fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate it. And other seed fell on shallow soil. Turn your neighbor to him and say, don't be shallow. Shallow soil with underlying rock. The seed sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow, but the plant soon wilted under the hot sun, and since it didn't have deep roots, <laughs> it died. Remember what I said, it matters where you plant your seed. You hang out with shallow people, you may get a harvest, but it'll be shallow, because underneath shallowness is a, is a stone-cold heart, and can't nothing grow there. Find some soil, plant some seed, water your seed, and wait for the harvest. We have an issue with waiting. We get hung up, Christians, body of Christ, family, release city. We get hung up on timing because his is not always ours. Be intentional about the harvest you want to see. Clorox obviously would destroy Clorox would destroy and stunt the growth of a seed. This is not Clorox, this is water. I would drink it to prove it to you, but it may not be completely cleaned out. <laughs> just like, just like, just like some of y'all started going, <gasps> it was just water. But when you smell it, what happened? <gasps> That's how we should be when we get around Clor 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 Clorox Christians. See, what, it, what, what, what will stunt the growth of your seed? Unrestrained and unfiltered Instagram. That means anything goes. Whatever it shows, I'm good with. That will stunt your growth. Movies. Relationships will stunt your growth. And for us Christians, there are people, I'll call them basement bloggers. They're Christians. They'll go into their basement and they'll create this video to downplay other Christians. Watch me now. 
not displaying the character of Christ. What you need to understand, church, is that you can't just let anything, regardless of the Christian tag it may wear, absolutely nothing, anybody, you can see them, they're, they're knocking on all kinds of pastors. Let me tell you something. This one's not perfect, and neither is the one in Charlotte, North Carolina, Stephen Furtick. Neither is the one out in Houston, Texas. His name's Joe Osteen. Doesn't matter how good he smiles, all of us have sin in our lives. And if somebody wants to go in their basement and put on a blog to discredit and tear down what you should have in your spirit to say, that is not the character of Christ. It will stunt your growth. Are you following me? I have a responsibility to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, even if it hurts you, even if it offends you. It's the truth, bottom line, because if I don't tell you, the enemy will quickly snuff you out because somebody wore a Christian tag. Y'all missed a good time to give Jesus Christ praise right there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm preaching way too hard. There's some stuff I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And, and Amy and Ann, she'll always say, right, baby, are you sure that was God? I may tell you something. I may, I may tell jokes and do crazy stuff, but when I'm up here, there is absolutely zero, uh, uh, nothing in my body that I'm trying to get my personal agenda. The agenda that I'm trying to get across is God's agenda. And whose agenda am I trying to destroy and disrupt? That's the enemy Amen. who's trying to snuff you out. Okay. Everybody say Clorox Christians. Don't allow yourselves to be contaminated by Clorox Christians who don't realize that they're only being used to sow seed of discord among the brethren. Selah, I said it, I'll move on. Mark chapter 4, verse 7. Jesus continues. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Listen, many of you are tender in your faith and in your walk. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plant, so they produced no grain. Still, other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they sprouted, grew, and produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as had been planted. Then he said, anyone who hears, excuse me, anyone who ha- with ears to hear should listen and understand. If you're in this room today, what I'm begging you is you have ears. Everybody go like this. You feel that? You have a responsibility to listen. I will always give you sound doctrine. Because I want to see you win. I want to see your family win. And I want to see more winners fill these empty seats up. Those would be winners that are in our community. That doesn't make them losers now. They're winners. They just don't know it yet. Ecclesiastes 11.6 says, sow in the morning, sow in the evening, sow in the afternoon, sow, sow, sow. Just start sowing. Just start sowing. But you said you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be specific. Yeah, but if you know you've got good seed, you just start throwing. You don't know what's going to happen. Where my husband's at? Where my husband? Just, just, isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? 
girl, I'm starting something right now. I mean, you, you, just, you don't know. You, you, be, you, you say nice things about your kids in the morning. And you say nice things about your spouse in the morning, in the afternoon, so you can get a harvest in the evening. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I love to watch you squirm. We will be married 20 years next month. I'm taking my baby away this week. Just you and I. Just you and I. I don't even know. I just fell in there. What, somebody say, what you doing? I thought you'd be preaching. Oh, I'm preaching. I'm planting seeds. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you how it works. Husband, let me tell you how it works. Let me tell you how it works. Hey, this is how it works. When I know there's a date night on Friday on the calendar on Monday... Baby, I'm planting seeds. She'll come into me Monday morning while she's trying to get ready for work. Hey, baby, do you think these pants look okay? The pants look great, but I am not interested. And the grace even said it today. I'm, I'm going to behave. Y'all don't get nervous. I know where the line is. Somebody say, y'all done crossed it. And the grace said, Daddy, are you sure you want to play that song about a sexy tractor? I said, what is it with Christians? Can I take y'all to the other room back here? These seeds are slick, y'all. These seeds are slick. Can I take y'all to the other room? Where y'all think all them little Christians came from? Because somebody was being sexy at the house. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'll get back to the word. The reason our children and our teenagers are so jacked up is because we refuse because somebody might be offended to talk about what you're doing. I'm tired of the, the devil. The devil's got all the good music. The devil people got all the... the, the, the that's the problem with the church. We too churchy. Everything that was created was created by God and for God. He told Adam and Eve... Be fruitful and multiply. And by the looks of our ministry, y'all love multiplication. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to help somebody. And I'm trying to do it with humor. Every one of us in this room are sowing seeds. Somewhere, somehow. Every one of us are sowing seeds every day. You are a seed sower. What kind of seed are you sowing? Every one of us in this room experience harvest. But your harvest that you experience, the harvest that you know will be based on the seed that you sow. The same is true in our relationships. Perhaps the reason we keep getting weeds in our life is because we're not taking care of the soil. All right, let me wrap this up. Mark chapter 4, almost done. Boy, that's awesome when you got seed in your Bible. This full of seed. You don't know where to start? Start here. Mark 4, 13, then Jesus said to them, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. 
Verse 16, the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, oh, you can, yes, Pastor B, that was so exciting. Oh, thank you for that. But if you don't have deep roots, the first storm that comes by, your seed gets scattered. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems. (laughs) See that all the time in the church. Or they're persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries, Clorox, COVID, problems of life, the lure of wealth. Let me tell you something. Anytime you hear a voice that says, stay out of church, that is not God. Yeah, but God, but God blessed me with a boat. Because it says, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things so no fruit is produced. You can come to church and not have fruit. You got to plant seed. Some of you men in this room haven't put seed in the ground. I'm talking about married men. Haven't put seed in the ground in over 20 years and wonder why. I'm talking about your marriage. You got to stop going to 7-Eleven at Valentine's Day getting a rose that smells like a cigarette. You got to do a little more. I'm trying to help a brother out. It's the, it's the seed you sow. You want to harvest? I know I've touched on, well, I touch on marriage almost through every, that's because it doesn't matter what I, what I preach. If I don't preach marriage and I preach on something else, the enemy's coming out, still coming after your marriage. So you know what God says? Interject it all the time. It's not in my notes anywhere. But I hear him interjecting. And I start talking about the S word a little bit because I'm just venturing out. I'm trying to get people to have a healthy... Do we have a perfect marriage? No. You know why? Because it's two people who are imperfect. Ansley will tell you. And I'm quick. If I plant, if I plant a bad seed, I can't stand you. If I plant a bad seed, I wish I had a vacuum. Man, I'm going back to clean, clean it all up. Because I don't want to harvest off that bad seed. Come on, somebody. Talk to me. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know when you sow a bad seed. Let me be quick to go make it right. And maybe it's not your spouse. Maybe it's somebody else, somebody in the church, somebody you work with, somebody in the community. I don't know. I don't care. I'm just telling you. You go make it right. I told somebody last night at the wedding, forgiveness doesn't release them of what they did to you that was wrong. It releases you of the bondage. Well, you're just doing it to make yourself feel good. No, 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 no. I'm trying, I'm trying to cultivate and keep out. I'm trying to keep out the roots. I'm trying to keep out the stuff that's going to try to suck the life out of the harvest that I'm still believing for. Somebody shout out, get to sowing. In closing, every one of you has seed within you to do something great. Every one of you has seed inside of you to do something great. And the more 
negative stuff you let come in, don't anybody move. The more that you let stuff come in, the more negative seed is going to come out. Every one of us in this room have seed of greatness inside of us. And we're going to put it to work. Ah, I'm doing great on time. Come on, somebody shout out, there's greatness inside of me. Say it again. There's greatness inside of me. And I believe after today, we now have the knowledge. This was a very simple, very creative message. But we have the knowledge and the tools and the equipment to harvest something great in our city. As I close, I want to show you how this plays out in our day-to-day life. They have no idea I'm doing this. How does this play out? You have seed inside of you to produce greatness. so proud of you what you've accomplished no me see that's an issue right there we we too are worried about the seed that we can't receive what the blessing that's coming at us hello somebody she was watching my cup see we get focused on the seed because that's that boat I believe in God for your education the length of time your doctorate program You're an amazing mother. You're my best friend. Matter of fact, all that I am and all that I have belongs to you. God just altered the, the, just altered. He said, you pour out everything. Y'all watch what I'm doing now. Because you next. cup represents your life we are so proud of you couldn't ask for a better daughter do we get it wrong sometimes more than some but we're here to stand and for you to stand on our shoulders and go further than we ever did And you will do it. I believe in you. Connor Whistler, put it up. This young boy dates my daughter. I'm planting good seeds. Hello, somebody. So proud of you. Thank you for taking care of our daughter. Thank you for respecting her. And thank you for respecting us. We love you. And I still got some left. So in the closing moments, this is what I'm going to ask. You have greatness inside of you. Seeds of greatness. I'm going to ask that every single person, in just a moment, 
I want you to come get a cup and I want you to fill it just under half and I want you to go find somebody see I took care of my family first see because I, I actually the way I was going to do it was I was going to I wanted to show gratitude for different people in the ministry but the Holy Spirit quickly said that's what you're doing all the time what about your family so I want you to find somebody it could be a family member it could be somebody that you recognize something great in them I know this is so uncomfortable I know it shouldn't be you have conversations outside on the job site it's the same thing I appreciate your positivity I like how you keep your truck clean I don't know plant I want you to plant seed and all I want you to do is, is find two or three people because your cup's going to be half and what's going to happen is you're going to give a little here and give a little here and you're going to be depleted and then somebody's probably going to come around to you and fill you back up and what, what you don't understand is when you drop that on somebody else then they're taking and going to somebody else and the seed that you sowed is actually, is actually spreading oh my gosh thank you Holy Spirit thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you this is, this is huge y'all this is big it's big y'all know what this is you gotta be kidding me do apples not have seeds these days cause I did this at the house with the green apple and it had no seeds and I was like, you're kidding. So I had her go to the store right before church and get me, thank God you got two. I'm hoping there's a, seeds in this. If not, I got a backup plan. <laughs> ah! See, sometimes we try and then we give up too soon. And we don't experience the harvest and the fruit. See, you can count, I'm talking about the seeds that you're getting ready, to, your seed is spreading. It's not just for one person. You can take an apple and count how many seeds are in the apple, but you can't take a seed and find out and count how many apples are in the seed. So what am I saying? Find somebody. Get over the, the uncomfortableness and just find somebody and just bless them it's you're just blessed just say something nice I like your socks your soap is working for you this week I, I don't know listen go bless somebody so just turn that music up leave the stage lights on start over here just come just come by and grab 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 a cup grab a Dixie cup fill it half and then go find somebody The first group obviously is going to have to wait a little bit till everybody gets a cup. More people get a cup. This is what we're called to do. If this makes us feel uncomfortable, we're, the greatness that is inside of you will be snuffed out because greatness should be used. Come on, somebody. And then, Adam, I'm going to have you come and close this out in prayer. I'm done. No closeout song, nothing. I'm going to give them a few moments to do this. Well, thanks again for tuning in. 
To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you, and until next time, the best is yet to come.